0: Hello, real estate world. Welcome to the Nova Show, real estate records. This is Nuria Rivera, owner of Novation Title. I wanted to create the space for you guys to be able to share success stories. But not only success stories, I also wanted you guys to be able to share raw stories. Everything that you have learned from the failures, the lessons, the wins. This is a space for our community to come together so that we can help each other rise to the next level. This is a space to be vulnerable and this is a space for us to all be able to support each other in this real estate world. Please enjoy this episode.
1: Hello, and welcome to The Nova Show, Real Estate Records. My name is Tristan Hammett. I'm your host for today's episode, and I'm here with my friend, Loriana Pachano. Hi. Welcome. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Me too. I met Loriana uh, a year ago on Instagram, and we met after that and just kept in touch. And yeah. we've worked together now, and she's... um I always see her at educational courses. She is con- This girl is constantly learning, and that's even bringing her baby with her. Yeah. So ever since she was <laughs> like a newborn, you are always learning and growing, and that's something that yes. I love and admire about you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to go ahead and dive in. Loriana is a wife, a mother, a real estate agent. She is an immigration consultant and a real estate investor.
2: Yes, yes, that's right. Um, So thank you so much for having me. Really, I always get excited when I get invited to these things. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that is true. I'm always trying to grow and and find out new ways on how I can better serve um, my clients. So I'm very happy that you noticed that. Yes. (laughs) Um, and yes, my baby, she actually just turned one last week. Can you believe that? I think we met when I was still pregnant. You were pregnant. Right? You were
1: almost dead. Yeah.
2: I mean, she was born last week. Uh, sorry, her birthday was last week. Um, and so, yeah, she's been coming to events and closings and everything with me. And she's going to start daycare in a month. I'm not sure if I'm ready for that. And she's going to get her so, real estate license next week. Yeah, soon. <laughs> she's in training for that. So
1: I love it. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. You're um, you're not from Utah. No. no. So can you tell us about a little bit where you're from? How did you get to Utah?
2: Yeah. So um, I'm from Venezuela. I was born in in Venezuela. Um, I grew up in Florida and which is where I've lived uh, most of my life. Um, I lived in Florida since I was like two with my parents. Then I moved back to Venezuela, which is where I went to college. Um, that's where I met my husband got married. Things were a bit crazy in Venezuela, dangerous. You know, we got mugged at gunpoint eight times. And then oh my gosh. I was like, okay, it's it's time to leave. Yeah, <laughs> Let's to. go. We got to go. Um so then I moved back to the states, back to Florida. Um is that so interesting that you were mugged at gunpoint but
1: you guys were locals
2: well yeah i mean it, like, i feel it like happens. that would be
1: like targeted
2: more towards tourists yeah. or something nope not really oh my gosh <laughs> there was even like one month where we got mugged like three thursdays in a row and then just like the fourth thursday i'm like i'm not leaving my house like i'm not going to work i'm not doing anything if it's like a thursday thing i'm just not leaving the house. wow Um so, yeah, we decided to um, move back to the States. We went to Florida and then we ended up here in Utah um, just because of like a business opportunity. So, as you mentioned, I'm also an immigration consultant mm-hmm. and uh, we work with employment based visas where it's like companies that want to sponsor like they need employees and we kind of match them with um immigrants or foreigners that are looking to be sponsored and, you know, they're willing to come here and work for these companies for like a year or a couple of years or whatever. Um, So Utah being like the number one state in economic growth, you know, seemed like the right place to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's actually what brought us here to Utah a few years ago. And honestly, we've been in love um, ever since. So when was that? That was... Um, a bit over three years ago. Okay. Yeah. So more recently. Yeah.
1: And then how is that business doing?
2: Um, really good. Yes. I mean, there's still a lot of companies here that they need, like loyal long-term employees, you know, not employees that, you know, they're just going to quit and go elsewhere for, you know a dollar more or something like that. And then there's a lot of foreigners that, you know, they want to live the American dream mm-hmm. and, you know, they want to obtain their green card Um, and they're just looking for those sponsors. So it's a match made in heaven. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're helping guide them through this whole process. Yes. So yes. we do all of like the immigration process for them. So for, we work with the sponsor, um, you know, getting them set up with you know, the department of labor and all of that fun stuff. And, um, yeah. And then we help the employees, the, the people that are looking for jobs apply with these companies and then, um, you know, hopefully get an offer from them for a sponsorship. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. And how did you get into real estate? So, um, Initially, I thought, well, you know, all of these um, immigration clients are gonna need a place to stay. So I might as well get my uh, real estate license and you know, that way I can help them with that. Um, After I had done like 115 hours of my uh, pre-licensing course, I was like, I don't see anything about like leases. Like, you know, how do I help people like rent a place? And then I met um, with my broker at the time, and she's like, oh, you know, we don't really do leases here in, in Utah, like residential leases. It's more of like buying and selling. There's not that much um, renting involved. And I was like, oh, OK, well, you know, I only have a few hours to go, so I might as well, you know, just <laughs> it. get my license, even though I know my immigration clients aren't going to be ready for like. Another two or three years because, you know, they have to wait on their social security card and work permit and all that fun stuff. Um, But I was like, you know, I might as well do and just kind of have that on the side. After I started, like, actually working as an agent, I... I don't know. I mean, it sounds kind of tacky, but I truly just fell in love with this. Just, you know, helping people buy their first home, um, like helping single moms, helping like immigrants that just came into the U.S. And they're like, you know, I'm not ready to buy a house. And it's like, well, you actually are. Um, It's just so fulfilling, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like that's kind of my my goal is helping Um, first time homeowners in the sense of like people that didn't think they would qualify for a home and showing them that, you know, there is a way if you do things right, if you follow the steps, you know, let's sit down, let's come up with a plan together and then we'll get you into a home. Yeah. Um, And then also leading them towards um, becoming investors. So that's, you know, if you plan ahead, there's so many ways that you can actually start investing in real estate, you know, just have that safety net for when you're older. You know, I don't think anyone wants to work until they're like 80 or 90. So it's like, this is your retirement. You know, this is like, we're planning for your retirement. So, um, I try to have my clients look at like the big picture where they're like, not just focusing on the numbers, um, that they're going to be having on day one. But it's like, this is going to be your payment over the next 30 years. Do you know what your rent is going to be in 30 years? No, you don't. So this is, um, it's just like, it's safe. It, It gives, it gives you like peace of mind. You're like leaving something for your kids and your grandkids. So it's really about just like building that future and, mainly about just having that peace of mind yeah the generational wealth for families to hand down
1: to their children and yeah um i really love that you have just found this it kind of seems like to me mm. like a flow mm. right like you've yeah. got this flow like you're you you're helping guide and they've already er, you've already earned their trust they trust you completely you've helped them like, through the immigration process, and then now when they're ready, you're there for them, and you're helping them get into a home that they can call their own, and then um, are you having, like, and then you're helping, like, with their future already, you know, and that's pretty awesome that you get to do that and help guide them. Are you having these conversations, like, your first meeting or is this kind of like after they've purchased their home you're kind of
2: checking in on them or well actually funny enough none of my real estate clients are my immigration clients even though like that's the reason why I got my license in the first place. I haven't okay. had any of my immigration clients buy a home with me yet. Okay. So that's kind of still in the works, you know. Um and then that's what I always tell them, you know, it's it's not about when the market's right. It's when they're ready, mm-hmm. and um, we can come up with a plan. You know, I don't care if you're not ready for another two years. Like, I'm still gonna walk you through it, and you know, be with you every step of the way from now until two years from now. The good part about all of this is. Yes, the majority of my clients are immigrants, even though they're not like my immigration clients. The majority of them are immigrants. And I feel like anyone that leaves their country is because they're wanting a better future. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, no one leaves their own country just because, you know. Um, So when you're looking for a better future, I feel like that's all part of it. You know, just like having um, an immigration status, having a home of your own, Um, having something that you can pass down to your kids or, you know, like leaving that legacy, so to say. Um, And a lot of my clients used to be homeowners, you know, back in their home countries, you know, homes that were um, handed down to them from their parents. And they're, you know, some of them have had homes that have been in their family for generations. Mm -hmm. And coming over here and then just having to, you know, start back from scratch and renting and, you know, having to work two or three jobs just to make sure that, you know, you're providing for your family. Um, You know, I I really understand the the struggle and I I really empathize with, with them and I try to offer them like a full solution to all of that. And that goes Um, hand in hand with, you know, talking to um, like different lenders and title and, you know, all of this, that they understand their needs because um, it's not like a one size fits all Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I've had um, clients that have come to me and they're like, I talked to this lender or this realtor. They turned me down because they said I needed like, two years of tax returns and, you know, they're a W-2 employee or, you know, I need to have my social security for at least two years. And so I'm like, that's, you know, that's not true. Um There, I, I understand that for like someone that's lived here in the States all of their life. Well, you know, obviously where are your taxes? Cause you know, you should have been paying taxes, but someone that just came into the U S it's like, you can buy a home like a few months After you arrive into the U.S., depending, you know, like on your status and the papers that you have and, you know, your work permit, social, what type of job you have and all of that. So it's really about like finding a solution, showing them that there is a way out. And in some cases, I'm not going to say, you know, like it's everyone that can qualify right away. But if you're not ready yet, we can come up with a plan and, you know, make sure that you're ready next year or Two years from yeah, now. Just
1: connecting them with all the people mm-hmm. that can mm-hmm. help them along the way. Yeah. Okay. So um I want to talk a little bit about, because this is, this blows my mind. You've been in Utah for three years and I've watched your growth for the past year mm-hmm. and I'm just like, mind boggled. That's probably why I thought that I thought all of your clients were coming from your immigration consultant, um, consulting company. But where, how are you helping these families? How are you finding these families and helping them find homes?
2: Yeah. So um, when I started as an agent, you know, everyone is like your SOI, your SOI, which is like your, your sphere, people that, you know, people that already know and trust you. So they're like, you know, stay top of mind. And it was like, okay, well, I literally know no literally one. Know no one. <laughs> yeah. Like I have like no friends and n- no family here in, in Utah. So that's not going to work. Um, and it really just started, um, with like referrals, like people started referring me saying like, you know, I had been turned down by X amount of agents or lenders. And then I talked to her and she showed me a way out. So that's kind of how people started um, reaching out to me saying like, oh, which I absolutely love. I feel like that's the best type of business that you can possibly get is if you get referrals, just because that means that, you know, that person is truly happy and satisfied with what you did for them. And that's why they're telling other people. Um, So that's kind of how I started having uh, people reach out to me and say like, hey, you know, I'm friends with this person or i work with you know whoever and um she just keeps talking about you and saying you know how you helped her find her house and um so yeah i feel like that's kind of how my business has um slowly but surely
1: been growing okay so it almost sounds like you had like this one client that you got somehow and then they just referred and then then it's like a snowball effect like okay
2: exactly so it it all started with my husband's, um, coworkers. So, um, because, you know, people that, you know, I was like, okay, well, I don't know anyone. I work from home. So it's, it's not like I can even tell anyone that I'm, I'm in this business. Yeah. Um, And then, but my husband can, and so every single day, I was like, hey, do people know that your wife's a realtor? He's like, yeah, I've already told them like 10 times. I was like, well, just keep reminding them. (laughs) And um, actually, my first year, most of my clients uh, were co-workers of his, which he always reminds me of that. He's like, I kind of started your business. (laughs) You're like, thank you, honey. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. and, yeah, from there, it's been uh, referrals. Instagram has really helped me a ton. Um, I do get so I, I do post in English and in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And I do get a lot of people that reach out to me from uh, Instagram and, you know, just asking me questions on some type of program that I might be talking about or. Yeah. Your, her Instagram is very educational
1: and informative. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of your, your posts, which I think is awesome. There's a lot of people that don't know anything about the process and about getting started and like, where do I start? You know? And so I think it's really great that you provide so much education on your Instagram and use that um, really like 10 X your voice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I love that. And um, what are some of the things, how how do you stay on top of your Instagram post? I know today we just made a few videos, yeah. but do you post, regu- like, how often are you posting? Is it on your calendar?
2: Do you block this out? Well, I, I don't do it as much as I should. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, especially because I'm like, you know how, like, after a year, or I try to do it, like, every six months, I... Um, I have like some goals set for myself and like every six months I try to technically it should be like every three months, but okay. <laughs> um Girl, so I'll give it I, to you for every six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay. I try to see like how um like if I'm on track, if I'm falling behind, like where are my clients coming from? What should I be doing more of? Where should I improve? You know, just kind of evaluating how my business is going, and you know what things I should work on and stuff. And a lot of my clients are coming to me from social media, and so I'm like, I should be doing more of this, and yet I'm not. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, it's it's kind of like some days I'm on there like every single day, and then you won't see me for like a week. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm just trying to work on that consistency. But it's um, I do a lot of videos from like questions that I get from clients. And so when they ask me something, I'm like, oh, you know if well, they don't
1: know. There's I other people that don't
2: exactly. Know. Yeah. You know, like I should do a video about that because, you know, if they have that question, other people might as well. Um, and then, you know, that's why sometimes I'll even do like a couple of videos, like two or three videos in a day and then. I'll be gone for like a week. So ask me questions. Like if you haven't seen me on Instagram for like a few days, just ask me a question. So okay. yeah, I should I should be more consistent.
1: I love that. And you're also, um, I see that you do um, classes
0: mm-hmm.
1: for people. Can you tell us a little bit more about those classes that yeah. you're hosting?
2: Yeah. So um, yeah, I do, uh, I try to do an event or something at least. Uh, once a month or like every other month, whether, you know, it be like a class or, you know, just something informative. Um, The classes, we don't really do much of like, you know, first time home buyer classes, because I feel there's one like every other week. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we're like, okay, someone doesn't come to this one, you know, they can just go to another class next Saturday. So we try to be like very specific on the topics that we're going to be Discussing where it's like maybe a new program, or if you're like self employed, you know, the importance of um, how you file your taxes, and then, you know, we'll have a CPA over, or, um, you know, just very, very specific topics that I feel um, people just want to know about, or maybe they don't have enough information on. So there's like a lot of um, really great programs out there that, you know, it's like no money down or, uh, the small down payment, like a 1% down payment. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we do just like classes where we specifically talk about that. Um, or another class was like, um, buying a home depending on your immigration status. So, you know, how can you buy a home if you're here as a student? How can you buy a home if you're here, um, with a TPS or, pending asylum or you know all of these different statuses so you can still buy a home you know there's like this misconception that you know you have to be like a green card holder or something like that to buy a home and that's that's so not true and you still qualify for the same programs as a u.s citizen would so you know there's really not that um big of a difference you know mainly the difference is going to be like you know based on your credit score. So once you get your um, social security and you start building up that credit, which is something that I help my clients with as well, like, how can you start building your credit? How can you start working on your credit? You know, don't building credit doesn't mean going into debt. Mm -hmm. So that's something huge, because when they get here, I've had a lot of people say like, oh, you know, I got my social security card. And then, people were telling me oh you need to get a car so that you can start building credit and i was like that's not true you know if you get into like a 600 800 payment, uh, payment you know that's going to that's going to kill <laughs> your home buying process or yeah. you know it's it's going to make it a lot tougher yeah. so you have um, a huge
1: misconception that yeah a lot of immigrants have
2: yeah. especially i mean
1: All over the world is just different in every country, but um, a a big misconception is that they can't buy a home as soon as they get here. Yeah. Which, obviously, you have given facts. Exactly.
2: Yeah. You absolutely can. Yeah. And credit is a huge thing. I mean, credit here is, like, everything. (laughs) And, um, you know, credit's not something that we have in In a lot of other countries, like I know, you know, we don't have it in Venezuela or, you know, Um, so how to like use your credit card, like when to pay it, you know, what type of loan is going to actually help you, what's going to hurt you. All of these small things, it's we're just trying to um, educate people on Mm -hmm. and whether they're ready to buy now or in a few months or whatever and just have them look at their long-term goal like if they're wanting to start small and another thing that we see in our countries a lot is that like the home that you bought when you got married that's like the home that you're gonna die in Mm -hmm. Um, so people have had their homes for like years like my mom she's lived in her home for like 40 plus years and I'm like mom why don't you just sell it and you know downsize she's like where am I gonna go sell it. Yeah, yeah like yeah. what is that you know she's like I don't know like if I were telling her to give away a kid or something or a kidney or <laughs> something like that um so people don't move like people once they buy their homes you know they're in it forever so that's another thing that we tell um or that I try to tell my clients is, you know, the home that you buy today doesn't have to be the home that you're going to be dying in. Yeah. You know, you can, um, sell it, you can downsize, you can, one of my favorite things ever is for you to rent that one out, you know, in, in a couple of years, you can just rent that one out, use that income to offset your mortgage, and then you can just move into something else. Mm-hmm. Um, So I feel like that is one of the best ways for people to get started um, with, like, real estate investing. And so, yeah, it's just kind of, I know it's, like, so much information, especially when you're, like, new to this country, Mm -hmm. you know, where it's, like, uh, credit and mortgages and, you know, insurance and renting the laws and what you can and cannot do and what gets reported and you know what doesn't all of that so it's just really trying to simplify the process for them and just here to answer any questions that they might have yeah and i feel like you do
1: a lot you know a lot of this because you're always out networking and meeting new people and learning yeah. about the different products and programs that yeah. are out there for clients yeah and so i think that's so important Mm -hmm. Is having an agent that is up to date in everything and educated. Right. Yeah. So um, something that I really do admire about you because I do. I see you at all the classes, (laughs) which is awesome. So um, you have you ever been on a real estate team? Part one. Mm -hmm. Were you on a team? No, no. Okay. so she's never been. Loriana has never been on a real estate team. She is on her own. And I want to see, because I am, ha, your success and um, it, it's hard to do it on your own. You're a mom mm-hmm. and a wife and you have this immigration consulting company. So how do you stay structured and focused on like your, your real estate business? Cause you seem to do it very well.
2: Yeah. Um, So, honestly, I feel like the growth has mainly been coming from, like I said, referrals. I feel people can feel it, you know, when you're, like, genuinely trying to help them and and guide them versus, like, oh, you know, you have to buy now because, you know, I need my commission. So, I always tell my clients that, like, don't you ever, ever, ever think that I'm going to put my needs before yours, because this is like a huge decision, you know, like buying a home is something huge. It's like life changing for a lot of people. And in many cases, it's going to be like their biggest investment ever. Mm -hmm. So I am never going to do something or recommend something just because it benefits me. So um, if it doesn't benefit you to buy now I'm not gonna push you towards that. Right. I, I just wanna make sure that, you know, people understand their options and that, you know, if it is possible, I want to show them that, yeah, you know, it's it's possible. It's there if you want it. Um and with my immigration business and real estate, I try to um time block as much as I can where I'm like, okay, this is like the amount of hours that I'm gonna you know spend doing this and this is the amount of hours that i'm gonna do this um so like for example today um i know like from here i'm gonna go to my immigration office and then it's like i'm gonna be working for like four hours straight working on some cases that need to be um taken care of and then from there okay i have another um appointment with a a buyer a She she wants to purchase her first home. And then from there, well, my daughter, she has a ton of activities as well, like Mm -hmm. swimming lessons. And, you know, I try to be there as much as I possibly can for like everything gymnastics. I don't want to miss any of it. So I try to schedule um, or like plan ahead as much as I can before like um, my daughter gets you know, off from school, and my husband gets off from work. So then, you know, that way, like in the evenings, we have that time mm-hmm. to be together. Um, so, yeah, I feel like just time blocking and planning ahead is really what helps me a lot.
1: Okay. Cause that's, that's a lot of juggling. Yeah. And I know it's hard to have that accountability piece when you're not in a team,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know, and um, I see the benefits to being on a team, but also, like you just seem to do it so well by yourself, yeah. you know, and that, so I just, what does a typical day look like for you? Um, well, I know you said you like to have the hours for your immigration consulting
2: business, um, but are you in an office? Are you? So, um, I mean, I don't have like this structure where I'm like, oh, every day from eight to nine, you know, I'm doing this. And then from nine, because it really depends. And I try to accommodate my schedule to my clients as much as possible. You know, there's like a lot of people that they need Mm -hmm. to meet like later on in the evenings or, you know, like on Saturdays or things like that. So I try to accommodate my schedule um, to fit my client's needs as much as I can. Um, So I have a home office, which I love because, um, well, my one-year-old baby, she doesn't go to school um, or daycare yet. Um, So, in the mornings, I start off by taking my daughter, my four-year-old, to school. I drop her off, and then I go do everything else, whether it be, like, classes or events. Um, If I have, like, nothing going on, I'll go to my immigration office some days. So, like, I only meet with my um, immigration clients uh, I have set aside, like, one day per week. And then I also have another business partner, there. And then she meets with clients another day. Um, and then there's like some days where I'm like, okay, I'm just going to work on the cases that, you know, we need to send or, you know, whatever's pending at, you know, whether it be like renewing work permits or filing some forms or assignments or, you know, what whatever it is. Um, and then real estate is more like, everything else Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it's really hard to like set a schedule for you know like closings or meeting with clients or things like that because it's it's more of um when they can you know when it can
1: be last minute too like oh we're ready
2: yeah exactly exactly or like showing homes it's like okay well i get off from work at five and you know my husband gets off from work at six it's like okay well seven it is you know it's whenever they're ready yeah um so yeah, I don't have like this schedule where I can say, I try to plan ahead as much as I possibly can, but sometimes it doesn't work out like well, that.
1: Yeah. And then there's a new house that hit the market and Yeah, you're like, Oh, got to go see that now. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. That would be hard to yep. juggle that. And, um, what are some of the things that you, cause, uh, so your business is referral based. What are the things that you're doing? Is it only social media to stay in,
2: in front of your clients or is it the social media? Yeah. It's just social media, which is again, why I should be doing, um, it more consistently okay. than I actually am. But yeah, it's only social media.
1: Okay. So you must do an amazing job if people are still referring you, Yeah, you know, and yeah. they're, you're, they see you on social media and just bringing value and education to them all yeah. the time that they just want. They're like, Loriana's is the best. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> they just want
2: to, like, shout it. Yeah. That, exactly. I love that. No, and and I truly, I appreciate, like, I feel all of my clients have um, become my friends. And, you know, I try to stay in touch with them. And, you know, it's, it's not a, like, one and done kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's more of, like... I'm, I want to be their source for like, whatever they need, you know, if they um, bought a home a year ago, and you know, now they want to finish the basement, because they bought like, a new construction home. And so like, now they're ready to finish their basement. It's like, okay, well, give me a call, I can recommend a few contractors for you. Um, If you're having like, some issues with, you know, your roof, or you want someone to paint your home, or you know, Whatever it is, just call me and, you know, I'll try to find a solution for you or recommend a few people. You're their point of solution. So, yeah. I love that. What does your future look
1: like in real estate? Like, where do you see yourself in one year, three years, five years?
2: Um. So I see myself having a lot of... um repeat clients and the reason for that is because i really try to guide people into you know buying their first home and then how to get into their second home and third home and kind of building that portfolio with them um so i want to have more like lifelong clients Mm -hmm. so um that's kind of how i see my business like three or five years from now is just still working with the same clients um and more hopefully <laughs> um but just helping them not i'm not so much of a listing agent and the reason for that is because actually when i got people come to me and they're like hey i want to sell my my home i kind of talk them out of it i was like well why do you want to sell like let's think about this you know there might be a way for you to like rent this one out And then move into something else. And then, you know, now you're an investor because you have that property just, you know, someone else is paying for it. And, you know, a few years from now, or 20, 25 years from now, once it's paid off, you know, you're just going to have that money coming in every month. And, yeah, so I talk people out of selling their home, (laughs) unless they absolutely need to. Yeah,
1: like, there's some times that you just, like, have to sell. Yeah,
2: exactly. So, uh, one of the uh, last homes that I sold as, as a listing agent was because, well, they moved across the country. It's like, well... Yeah. You know, they didn't want to have like that headache of like maintenance or, you know, things like that being and and it's not for everyone. You know, I mean, um, I'm not saying that, you know, everyone is interested in real estate investing, you know, Um, but if you are, there is a way. Yeah. (laughs) So, Yeah. yeah. And it's you just
1: asking the questions. What does their future look like? Yeah. And how can you help them obtain their goals financially? Yeah. And letting them see that dream. Yeah. yeah that's right i love that and has there been like a
2: well first do you read are you a reader yes yes what's your favorite books yes. um well my favorite book is just the little prince <laughs> so it has nothing to do with <laughs> real estate or real estate investing or nothing like that but it's it's my all-time favorite book um and my dad uh gifted me that book and and um, the four languages that I speak. Oh. So it's like the only book that I've read in all four languages. And yeah, it's my all time favorite book. Um, okay, what I have to know. What are the four languages you speak? Uh, so I speak English, Spanish, French, and Italian. So, Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh! Yeah. I mean, and, Spanish and English, obviously, but
2: yeah. French and Italian? Yeah. Which I mean, like at one point I was like, should I do a couple of videos? It's like, no, like, <laughs> no, mean, that is just like too much for me to try and, you know, stay on top of all of that. Like, I'm already struggling to be consistent as is. I was like, yeah, I don't want to start like posting in like two other languages, but <laughs> oh my gosh, how did you? Yeah. So I lived in France for a year once I got out of high school before I started college. Um, yeah. Just like, studying French. Yeah, yeah. And then um, while I was in college, I won a couple of scholarships to go to Italy and study Italian for, like, uh, summer programs. So, so cool! Wow, there's a little hidden gem. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, there's a little something that you didn't know about me, I think. Okay, so the little
1: prince, and you have it in the four languages that you speak. Yeah. That is so sweet that your dad did that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I know. So that is my all-time favorite book. Um, other than that, I really like—I don't know. I think people feel it's boring, but I really like um, like educational books. You know, I'm not one to read much like novels or sci-fi or things like that. Mm-hmm. I like to read like. Um, like mindset books and um, a lot of real estate books and real estate investing and how to like scale your business and you know things things like that. Okay, things yeah. that help you in your self development and your yeah. your business and
1: everything like that.
2: Yeah, same okay. thing with like podcasts and things like that. Everything that I listen to, it's like twenty four seven. Like I'm in the car and it's like a podcast, and you know on like. Real estate investing. So I really try to stay up to date on everything, like what's going on with the market, new programs, like new um, loan programs for investors, or if you're wanting to invest out of state. Or um, So I have my license in Utah and in Florida. Oh, yeah. And, I forgot to mention that. Yeah. And um, that's also something that – so Florida, it's mainly people – that are looking to invest in Florida. Um, So, you know, what programs are out there? How do you qualify for that? You know, uh, what happens if you don't own a home like where you currently live, but you want to invest in Florida? What happens if you already own a home here and you still want to invest in Florida? So, um, yeah, just all of that and the terms. And I'm always looking for programs with a low down payment (laughs) just because I feel like that's the... um, hardest struggle for people is like saving up this crazy amount of money and i think that's what people fear and that's why people think like oh i can't invest in real estate it's because i don't have a hundred thousand dollars sitting in my bank account and it's like well you don't need a hundred thousand dollars to start investing um you can literally start investing with like little to no money down, if you start by, you know, purchasing your first home and, you know, moving up from there. Um, so there's just like a lot of different options that, you know, I feel um, people aren't aware of. And, you know, it's so my message to everyone is just like it's possible. Like you just have to um, take the right steps in the right direction. But anything is possible whether you just came to the u.s you're trying to buy your first home whether you've lived here all of your life um but you know you didn't think that you could invest in real estate so yeah okay
1: and is there a a motto or a piece of advice or like a quote that you live by that you can
2: think of um i always love hearing these let's see I don't know. I had one where it was, like, I'm trying to help people achieve the American dream one home at a time. Okay. And um, it's because I I feel like that's a huge part of what the American dream entails, you know, like— it's it's not just about a house and, you know, where you're going to be living in. I feel like buying a home is so much more than that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's um, having, like, that sense of ownership where it's, like, you can do whatever you want. Well, HOA permitting. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can do anything Another you podcast.
1: want. Another <laughs> <Okay>. podcast. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, and just having, like, that financial security, you know, mm-hmm. like, and... Being able to provide, like, um, for your family, like, peace of some peace of mind. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think that would be it. For me, like, the having a home mm-hmm. is just,
1: I, there's something about it. I, I owned home and then I had to rent because mm-hmm. we had moved states. And we didn't know where we were going to live. And renting for that year was, it was different. It's yeah. so like... Oh, I can't put pictures on my wall. I, you know, like I had so many rules and things against me and I'm um, cute little home, but there was something about just having your own home and that, that feeling of like placing my roots somewhere, Yeah, you know, and owning a piece of land. Yeah. And so I think it's so important. And I mean, again, it's, I mean, it's not for everyone and there's different reasons that mm. people might not want to, but um, if that's something that's in your future, I mean, it's worth having a conversation about and talking about because it's so there's something about saying that you own a piece of land and that you have made a home and you're planting your roots
2: somewhere. Yeah, you know, exactly, exactly. And um, going back on like the peace of mind, it's it also comes down to because people and I get it, you know, it's it's like scary, especially now um, with interest rates how they are. A lot of people are thinking like, oh, you know, my rent is $2,500 a month. And then I'm going to like my mortgage payment is going to be 3000. And you know, I get that. That's, that's scary at first. But then what you have to see um, is kind of like the big picture and think like, well, your rent is going to go up next year. So um, when we Moved here to Utah. We were renting, and we were paying fifteen fifty per month. And then our home, which was being built at the time, um, wasn't quite quite ready when our uh, lease was up, so we had to um, extend like uh, month to month. And um, our landlord, she's like, "Well, okay, you know that's that's fine, but your rent is going to go up to twenty two and I was like, whoa, like, that's, that's huge. She had already told us that, you know, she was going to raise it to 1750 mm-hmm. But then she's like, well, on second thought, it's going to be 2250 And there was like nothing that we could do about it because, you know, it was her home. And, you know, she could rent it out for, you know, whatever she wanted to. Yeah. Um, so it was either like you either accept it or you get out. You know, that's. That's how it is. Yeah. Um, So we started thinking, like, well, you know, we would have to, like, move to another place and then wait for our home to be built and then move there. And moving is expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, where are we going to keep all of our stuff for just a couple months? And, you know, against, obviously, I didn't want to, but I still paid the 2250 for a couple of months because it was like, okay, it's either this or that. And I got nowhere else to go. So, yeah. So, that's something that homeownership gives you. Again, it's just that peace of mind that, you know, no one's going to, as long as you make your payment, like, no one's going to be bothering you. Yep. Um, you know, your payment's not going to go up, for 30 years. yeah. So again, you know, um, rent is expected to go up like three to 4% per year. So after, I think it's like six or seven years, if you have like a 500, $600 difference, it's your rent is going to be surpassing that mortgage payment. Um, talking to be kicked out at any time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, your landlord can just decide to sell. Yeah. And, you know, they can be like, oh, you know, I need to sell this place. So you got to go. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's tough for you to actually um, try to settle down in a place where you don't know yeah. how long you can actually be there for. I have to
1: agree. Um, okay, well, we're going to go ahead and conclude today's episode. Do you have anything
2: um want to share? So, no, I mean, I think we've pretty much covered everything. If anyone um, wants to reach out, I'm always available through social media or if anyone wants to give me a call, (laughs) um, that works too. And yeah, I'm just here to answer any questions that anyone may have on real estate, real estate investing. immigration as much as i can i'm an immigration consultant not an attorney so there's like a lot of things that i don't do but i can always refer people to um amazing people that do okay and yeah just being that source of um information if there's something that i don't know um i know people that do so (laughs) i can send you to them yeah that's awesome and where can people follow you Um, I'm on Instagram and technically on TikTok, although like I never post on there, but yeah, it's, uh, Loriana real estate everywhere. That's my website is Loriana Instagram and TikTok is Loriana real estate. Um, and then my number is 801 900 9800, which I feel like I should make a jingle. You should
1: make a jingle out of that.
2: yeah it's such an easy number but
1: yeah yeah. that's awesome well thank you so much for joining us and I think one of the biggest things that we have learned today is that there's a way there's a way to do it there's a way to become a homeowner and uh, there's a will there's a way yeah
2: that's my that's my motto where
1: there's a will (laughs) there's a way yes that's my motto okay I love it well thank you so much for joining us today and um yeah
0: hope you guys all have a great day We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please rate us, like us, and share this podcast with our real estate community. The Nova Show Real Estate Record, sharing raw stories of real estate, failures, lessons, wins, and successes. This is all from Novation Title, bringing a different experience into your world so that we can all uplift each other. Until next time.